Now, we must all fear evil men. But there is another kind of evil which we must fear most. And that is the indifference of good men. This is a Voice in the Wilderness podcast channel. This is going to be random thoughts number 10. Um, the topic I'm going to cover today is um, why, how secular sources are just worrying about like news content or whatever is um, at the end of the day, it's not helpful. But first, a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, amen. All that I am, all that I have, all that I do shall be consecrated to the service, honor, and glory, and exaltation of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and the Heavenly Kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray, Immaculate Heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred Heart of Jesus, please pray for us, amen. Before I get started on the main topic, I want to give a very, very perverse thank you to the Spotify, to the Spotify platform. And the reason why I'm doing this is, is because if you listen to my podcast on the Spotify platform, you will notice that on my list, um, random thoughts, um, it goes from random thoughts number six, or I'm sorry, number seven to random thoughts number nine. I just found that that out today because um, I, I I had not I had not uh, listened, um, given a double check to the random thoughts number eight that I had put out like a week ago. And my podcast is not, um, it, it's not made just for the Spotify platform. My actual platform is the RSS feed. And yes, oh yes, you uh, softest snowflake little people. If, if you want to try to uh, get a hold of the RSS people and complain to them that I hurt your little fifis on episode number eight, you are uh, random thoughts number eight, you go right ahead. You're not going to stop what I'm doing. If what, I, if what I'm doing is from God, nothing on this earth is going to stop what I'm saying and what I'm doing. Now, the reason I'm giving them a perverse thank you, my original podcast channel of um, the St. Long Chinese uh, baptism podcast channel, um, I say similar things on that. And not only... Was it on Spotify? It was on several 
podcast channels or pop podcast platforms. I'm sorry. I never, ever had an episode yeeted. Never. But apparently, random thoughts number eight ruffled some feathers and somebody got their underwear in a bunch and decided to contact Spotify and uh, complain to them that, oh, Voice in Wilderness upset me. Take it down. Take it down. And because, once again, I'm not using the Spotify platform exclusively that I record I record my material and I curate it through the um, RSS feed. RSS feed didn't even let me know that I'd been yeeted. Maybe they're not even aware of it. And given today's business climate or given what society and culture is today, they probably figured it's not our responsibility. You know, um, we just curate it. Put it out to Spotify. What Spotify does with it is their business. And at the end of the day, it is. But I just wanted to let you, uh, whoever it was who got my um, random thoughts number eight, um, yeeted off of Spotify, you're not going to stop this. You're not going to stop this. And by the way, you... You can get Spotify to yank a voice in the wilderness and the St. Longinus' Baptism podcast channel. It won't matter. It will not matter. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And if it is of God, which I believe it is, and his blessed mother, you know, you little whiners out there, there ain't nothing you can do. Now, if it's of me, then, yeah, it'll tank. Or, you know, I, I will get shut down. And I did say, I, I, I've always said throughout both my platforms, there may come a day where I do get yeeted completely. But the message will remain out there. And I think it's... Uh, You know, I I think it's a sad commentary. I think it's a sad commentary that, oh, here's the thing, and and I promise I'll end with this and move on. The the, the thing that really kind of, um, oh, I don't know, um, puts a bug in my ear is that the random thoughts number eight was aimed at set of a contests. I mean, yeah, in an indirect way, it was kind of aimed at everybody. But once again, when I do my episodes, it's in a generalized fashion. I say throughout, if it doesn't apply, don't worry about it. You know, but apparently somebody took it personally and decided to cry to Spotify about it and say, Oh, random thoughts number eight upset me. Take it down. Take it down. 
And yes, I did get mocking. I shouldn't because I'm striving for piety and devotion. Um, and honestly, it's God's divine providence at any rate. So, Lord willing, some good will come of this. I'm going to move on to my main topic. I've, uh, oh, for those of you who are on Spotify who are wondering what I'm talking about, I mean, obviously the random thoughts number eight being gone will be a blatant thing. But if you're, um, if you, if you want to see whatever, whatever it was that upset this person, um, my, um, random thoughts number eight is on the RSS feed under the same title podcast, uh, channel. So, Anyhow, so this random thought is actually came to me tonight. Uh, somebody had posted on social media a link to a video about deep, deep fakes. And then there was... An, an article about how the Jews control the media. And I just wanted to throw my random 10 cents in there. Oh, some people might say it's worth less than a penny. Teach their own. Um, As far as the deepfakes go, um, and if you're not aware what a deepfake is, you can go on YouTube, you can Google it. It's... The, the, the reason I'm bringing this up is, is back when I was consuming political um, YouTube channels, you know, uh, around four or five years ago, was because um, deepfakes uh based in red-pilled right-wingers were doing videos on YouTube back at as early as 2018, as far as I'm aware. It might have been done before then. But back in 2018, it started being mentioned. And for a time, it was an internet... It was an internet fad talking about deepfakes and how the media couldn't be trusted. And... At the time, I didn't give it much thought. But now with my different perspective, I can honestly say as far as deepfakes go, if our governments, and they are, are controlled by satanic, satanic, masonic sock puppets, and... If I were a betting man, I'd lay a five spot that this whole deep fake technology was designed by them and probably was used by them way before 2018. You know, they just decided to let the news go in 2018 or whenever it is they did it. My takeaway under my new perspective now is what that means is any kind of video media cannot be trusted. In other words, if you have a video YouTube channel 
where it shows your face or whatever, or, you know, whatever, pick, pick, pick your video content. It doesn't have to be YouTube, but any kind of video content can be faked, meaning that's a new tool in their toolbox that they can use to discredit you, blacken your name, um, you know, make you look like uh, a clueless a-hole, basically. And just because this is a random thoughts episode, for all you guys that are all caught up in the whole Ukraine-Russia um, theater, and when I say theater, I'm not talking about theater as in a war theater. I mean theater as in a stage play. I want you to think about this. If you are a supporter of the Ukrainian president, or I should say Masonic sot puppet that runs Ukraine, or if you are a supporter of the Vladimir Putin sock puppet, um, Masonic sock puppet, with this deepfake technology, the stuff that you're consuming, for all you know, could be fake. In other words, let's just say you're a Ukraine supporter and there's a video of Vladimir Putin giving a press conference and he says, well, I like to drink the blood of children and puppies and I'm going to take over the Ukraine and after I take over the Ukraine, I'm going to take over Europe and I'm going to impale all the decadent Western Democrats on... uh, on spikes through their backsides. And you're like, oh my God, he, he's Satan himself. Oh my God, we got, we got to drop a nuke on Moscow. This guy's nuts. Just bear in mind, if you see that video, um, or, you know, something similar, it could be a deep fake. And I would say there's probably a 99% possibility that it is a deep fake because whatever it is you want to think about Vladimir Putin or for that case, Zelensky either, um, both of them are paid not to act like an insane person in public. Now, what they do privately, we don't know. They could literally be insane, but we don't know, and it's not our place to speculate what they do in private. But if they go out publicly and say something insane, it's probably a deep fake. Just bear that in mind. Now, as far as the whole Jews control the media, oh, this is going to be a little more in depth even as a pagan when people would sit there and complain about Jewish people in general and at best sound like they were suspicious and distrustful of Jews I never had any truck with anybody 
who blamed either their personal problems, once again, episode number, random thoughts number eight, take responsibility for yourself or society's problems on one group or another. Oh, it's the Nazis' fault. Oh, it's the liberals' fault. Oh, it's the blacks' fault. Oh, it's the Mexicans' fault. Oh, it's the Jews' fault. Oh, it's the wasps' fault. I never had time for that because in my life experience, people are people. You know, just because there may be a select group of a certain ethnicity, religious background, or whatever, political affiliation, acting like jackhammers does not mean the whole group is the same. There should be relative common sense, but common sense is deader than a doornail in this day and age. I'm beginning to think that a good portion of today's society and culture are incapable of independent thought and are no better than um, lemmings following the lead lemming off the cliff. Anyway, this is, you know, well, if it gets yeeted, it gets yeeted. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, anonymous complainer. Get this one yeeted too. I don't care. Get the whole thing yeeted. Don't care. You're not stopping the message. Um, but anyway, when I got serious about my Catholicism, actually, let me, let me back up a hair. When I be, when I, when I actually tried to become a, uh, began to become a Christian, when I became a Protestant, there's a passage in one of Paul's epistles. Uh, epistles, I'm not sure which epistle, where he talks about in God, there is no Greek, no Jew, no female, no male, no slave, no free, um, no slaveholder, no slave. We are all called to Christ crucified. Something along those lines. You autists out there, get over it. Get over it. You know, first, be, be, before you autistically spurg, learn what it means and then get back to me and we'll talk. Anyhow, so, and that, that, my, um, that passage of one of his epistles really spoke to me because that had been always my way of dealing with people. Except at that time, it was from a totally pagan perspective. It wasn't through a, um, Christian lens. And I say that in inverted commas because that word has been used and abused. Anyhow, um, but when I got serious about my Catholicism, oh, let me back up again. When I was in the Vatican II sect and Spurgs like E. Michael Jones and calling him a Spurg is as charitable as I can be because that guy is um, in, 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 in an older time would have been called a crank and he was putting out um, 
stupid videos, uh, you know, basically complaining about Jewish people. And he, he, he was popular in the neo trap. Well, I think he still is. Uh, but at that time, he was really popular. He, somebody recommended him to me. I'll well, we talk about 2013. I watched one of his videos and I'm like, this guy looks like the cranky old man who sits on his porch and screams at the neighborhood kids if they dare step on his lawn. And the man is some sort of professor. He he literally is a university professor. I believe he's a doctor. But seeing since how doctorates nowadays are about as worthless as any other title that is given out. You know, you take it for what it's worth. Um, me personally, um, at the time when I heard this, I'm well, you know, having worked on three different college campuses, I was wondering, how does this man still have a job talking the way he does? Literally, how does he have a job? It's neither here nor there. So when I got serious recently about my Catholicism, when I heard other true Catholics, uh, a.k.a. Sedvacantis, talk about this big Jewish conspiracy. I, I had mixed, mixed thoughts on it. Because, like I said, this is going to take a little bit to unpack. Number one, if we go by the epistle of St. Paul, that as what um, in in Jesus Christ, in other words, if we're true Catholics, the whole mindset that a certain ethnic or religious um, people, for lack of a better term, is doing nefarious things and messing up the world and society through their, their secret plots and schemes, that's not compatible with true Catholicism because true Catholicism teaches us we are to take people as individuals. One of the reasons why the Nazis were able to slaughter so many Jews in Germany, and by the way, the communist Russians did the same thing, just on an unrecorded scale, was because... They made the Jewish people the scapegoat for all the, soci uh, the societal and cultural ills of Germany prior to... Um, they, 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 made, they made Jewish people the scapegoats, period. And the average German, and obviously it, it depended on the person, but... Apparently enough of them were convinced of the propaganda that they went along with pinning all the problems of Germany on the Jews. Now I would say the same thing about the communists, except the communists were actually guilty. But anytime you have a political organization 
that is opposed to each other, they're both going to blame each other for the, for the, for the ills of society and culture. You know, the Nazis, oh, it's the commies, the commies, oh, it's the Nazis, the Republicans, oh, it's the Democrats, the Democrats, oh, it's the Republicans, the conservatives, oh, it's the liberals, uh, the liberals, oh, it's the uh, conservatives. Because at the end of the day, once again, random thoughts number eight, we have to take responsibility for ourselves. If our society and culture is screwed up, it's our fault. And we need to do something about ourselves first. Anywho. Um, so there's that aspect of it. And honestly, and by the way, I I don't want to blame a certain segment, a set of contests for this because, um, there was a strain of blaming, let's, let's just take the obvious scapegoat. There, there was a strain within pre-Vatican II Catholicism that did blame the Jews. And by the way, this strain is not new. It's not new. Way back in the early, well, I, I'll say like the uh, mid mid-Middle Ages, like around the 7 and 800s, um, Catholics actually attacked the Jews in their towns because um, there were what is known as a blood libel. In other words, somebody with uh, ill intent, if a young kid died, um, a popular young kid or a popular person died, an ill... Um, an ill-intended person would start a rumor. Well, the Jews poisoned the wells or the Jews use, uh, kill, kidnap and kill our little kids and use their blood for, for their matzah, the, the matzah crackers. And people would go nuts and, you know, they would, they would attack the lowest Jew, the local Jewish people. Now, before any lefties or atheists say, see, see, Catholics are anti-Jewish. A lot of times the bishops of the local diocese would take the Jews, Jewish people under their protection and they would um, punish the people who participated in the rioting against the Jewish people. So let's not get it twisted there. Anyhow, um, but there's a, there's been a strain of this. If you want to blame, and once again, this is a theme through both of my podcast channels. If you absolutely can't take responsibility for your own actions, if the ills of society and culture are everybody else's fault, but your own, if your problems are everybody else's fault, but your own, why don't we put the blame squarely where it belongs and on the Masonic, Satanic forces that control our governments and all as- most aspects of our lives? 
Why don't we do that? If you absolutely, if looking yourself dead in the eye and saying, oh, maybe I'm the issue is just a, a bridge too far. And apparently to a certain segment of my audience on Spotify, that is a bridge too far. Um, let's, let's put the blame where it belongs. It's on masonry. And once again, I'm going to make very clear. I'm not saying that everybody is a, is an actual member of the Masonic, um, Masonic underground. However, whether through ignorance or just in uh, indifference, a lot of people without knowing it or probably not even caring are supporting the Masonic underground that's doing this. And I call that being Masonically adjacent because once again, going back to Catholic teachings, if we do not speak out against a public and present evil, we are giving our tacit support to that. Okay? We are giving, if we do not speak out against evil and do our best to fight it, if we are indifferent to it, and even if we're ignorant to it, we are still tacitly supporting that evil. Now, this whole thing, I want to go back to blaming, um, I want to go back to blaming ethnicities or religious groups um, or, 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 um, or political you know, broad brushing, in other words, you know, saying, well, all Mexicans are bad, all, all uh, liberals are bad, all conservatives are bad, uh, all Jews are bad. Um, you know, pick, pick your, your favorite scapegoat, even on a natural level. It should be apparent to even, well, I shouldn't say that because apparently it isn't, at least in some cases, cases. People are individuals. I go back to my previous statement, which is, even if Jewish people are disproportionately, um, uh, represented in media and, and politics or whatever, does not mean that all Jewish people are bent on the destruction of your community. And there's a reason I said your community, because let's be honest, people, uh, our culture and society we're no better than the barbarians in Rome as far as that goes. 
And as easy and convenient it would be to blame, you know, certain ethnic or political or um, whatever your, your favorite bugaboo is, we all had a hand in it. All of us. There were, and by the way, prior to us being born, our relatives, our ancestors, all had a hand in playing in the destruction of Western society and culture, whether you want to admit it or not. Okay? So, even on a natural level, let's just say you are one of these, um, what do they call them? Oh, SJWs. Let's just say you're an SJW and you're firmly convinced that Christians or people claiming to be them and right-wingers are the source and summit of Western cultures, in your mind, decay and downfall. Let's just say that. Um... If you don't understand that, you know, that you're at, let's, let's just say you're a college SJW, okay? You're, you're a college SJW, and let's just say you know this uh, person in, 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 your, in your dorm, let's just say, and he's a uh, young conservative or whatever they call them guys. He's about as much responsible as a whole for the things that you think are wrong with society as culture as your beloved grandmother or grandfather or pick a loved one. They're about as, because at the end of the day, the guy that's, that, that, that you hate him because of his politics and you, you think he's evil and vile because, you know, oh, he's a Christian. Oh, he's conservative. He's evil. He's vile. Chances are, and I'm willing to bet that this is the case, you don't really know the person. You've never really tried to get to know them and you have no desire to. But it's just easier to foist your your prejudices on a convenient scapegoat. And by the way, for you based in red pill uh, right-wingers out there, that includes you. Um, you Protestants out there, that includes you. Um, you Vatican II sect members, that includes you. See, here's the issue. Because uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure, given the way people are, that somebody's going to listen to this and say, well, you rat and rail against the Vatican II people. You rat and rail against Protestants. I don't rail against them as people, and I don't rant and rail about their, that they destroyed society and culture. What I rant and rail about is their refusal to examine their truth claims truthfully and honestly. That's what I rant and rail against. I don't, I don't um, blame Protestants or the Vatican II sect, or for that matter, atheists, agnostics, uh, SJWs, neocons, um, 
liberals, whatever. I don't blame any of them for the dis, for the d- decline of society and culture. I've done enough in my own time that for me to, to blame that on anybody else without making reference to my own failings and shortcuts, or I'm sorry, shortcomings, would be my fault. Or I'm sorry, hypocritical. It would be hypocritical on my end to do that. And it would be. We're all responsible. So, um, at the end of the day, and, and actually, the perverse thank you that I gave at the beginning of this show, or episode, I should say, is actually going to turn into a genuine thank you, not just to our Lord's divine providence, but to the person themselves who was his instrument. Because in an indirect way, I went back to the, the topic that I talked about in Random Thoughts number eight, which is re- self-responsibility. Quit blaming other people for your faults. Have courage. Look yourself deep in the eyes and realize that you are fought and flailed just like everyone else. Despite what you might have been told, despite what you might think. And that your problems are your problems and they're your fault. And before you can, you know, change society, you have to change yourself. And the only way you can change yourself is with the true religious understanding. Free Vatican II Catholicism. And you can only do it with God and his blessed mother's grace. You can go ahead and get this episode yeeted too. It ain't going to change the facts. I'm hoping and praying though that this resonates with some people. And they go back and listen to the original episode. But I I am genuinely giving a thanks. Because in a more more, uh, indirect way, I get to talk about the same same topic that I talked about in uh, episode uh, Random Thoughts number eight. Um... But the whole, this, this whole business of obsessing, obsessing. Now, for the more intellectual of the people who may or may not listen to this episode, they may say, well, there were a lot of Jews in the Freemasons. Okay, Um, there are a lot of Jews in entertainment. Um, there are a lot of Jews, um, everywhere. Just because a certain segment, uh, ethnic or religious 
make up a large segment of a particular nefarious organization, i.e. communists, because I'm old enough to actually remember when the whole um, Jewish communist conspiracy was an actual thing. And even though I was a rabid anti-communist at the fact, God gave me enough grace whenever people would foam at the mouth about that and say, well, there, 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 there were plenty of Russian Orthodox in the communist movement too. There were plenty of Catholics in, in, that were communists. Blaming it on, all on the Jews is ridiculous. Now, to close out, there... Um, Thank you, Mother Mary and Lord Jesus, for reminding me. Here's going to what I'm going to close out with. The reason for blaming, or I, I'm sorry, I'm going to just be blunt, for scapegoating a, a particular ethnic, religious, or political faction for all your problems the reason why this is not just erroneous, this is um, sinful, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out. I believe this this line was from Second Peter, um, chapter three, verse sixteen, and I'm gonna paraphrase because that's just who I am. He said, "Some some un." balanced and unhinged people take the gospel and they distort it for their own ends and for their own destruction. Now, obviously what he's talking about there is you got to remember St. Peter was writing somewhere between 40 AD and his martyrdom. I'm not sure. It was somewhere in the early uh, 80s, 60s. And he was writing that at that time, long before the Protestant revolt, long before then. But one of the key, you know, heresies of Protestantism is you pick up the Bible, you read it, and you do what you want with it. And he was saying, no, you don't do that. Now, the reason I'm raising this issue, if you're one of these people and just hear me out on this. Stay with me. Let's just say that you're not particularly anti-Jewish um, or, you know, whatever. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, Jews that are on your radar. But look, you're, 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 you're pretty, you're pretty um, detached. But you feel like, well, I need to warn about the SJW threat. I need to worry, uh, warn against the Jewish threat. I need to wor uh, warn against the communist threat. I need to warn against... Okay, let's just say you don't actually broad brush and hate the, that, the, whatever your particular cause of concern is. Would you publicly say stupid crap like that or pass it along, you don't necessarily even need to say it. If you're passing along stuff that, oh, the Jews are a disproportionate amount of banking and entertainment, stuff like that, there are, just like in the um, Second Peter um, chapter 3, verse 16, there are going to be a certain segment, hello, Richard Spencer, the glowy, 
who of unhinged, ignorant people who are going to take that information and run with it. Now, for the seculars out there, and I know already what they're going to, if they're listening, I doubt it, but if they are, they're going to say, well, I'm not responsible. I'm not responsible. I'm not responsible. I just put it out there. What, what people do with it is not my responsibility. Now, if you're totally secular, as I stated in previous episodes, you're still responsible for your actions. Even if you don't believe in God, or if you think God and Satan are abstractions, heaven and hell, you're still responsible for your actions. Because whether you like it or not, if somebody unhinged and ignorant does something, does an atrocity, and it comes out later that they got the information from you, even from a natural viewpoint, you are indirectly responsible. Once again, this goes back to self responsibility what you say what you do and what you, um what you say and what you do publicly matters and if you have a family what you do privately also matters but if you consider yourself a true catholic i.e. said of not only does it indirectly apply to you, it derives what you think. Do you think? Think about this, said Vicantis, that if you're putting out articles about how you know the Jews formed the bulk of masonry and they're responsible, or they they formed the bulk of banking and entertainment and they're responsible, that when you go before our Lord, you're not going to have to answer for that. This goes back not just to self-responsibility. This goes back to responsibility toward our Lord and our Lady. Because once you get baptized into one true Catholic Church, guess what? Everything you say and do, whether or not you you um whether or not you do it in the name of our Lord and our Lady directly indirectly when you do an atrocity whether minor or serious you are doing it in their name once again being a catholic a true catholic is a duty duty comes with responsibilities so when you when you do something because i i i could see you know I, I could see some people who consider them, well, I, I didn't invoke the Lord's name. I didn't invoke the, Our Lady's name. If you're said vacantist, even, even if people don't know you're said vacantist, when you get baptized and confirmed, you're responsible to Our Lord and Our Lady for everything you do. And by the way, you should be I shouldn't even have to tell you this. This this should be a matter of 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 uh, knowledge to you. Somebody shouldn't have to tell you this. You should already know. 
So those are my random thoughts. And once again, this time not a perverse thank you, but a genuine thank you for God's instrument of divine providence who got my random thoughts eight yeeted off of Spotify. Because as as St. Paul says, all, all works for the for the greater good that for he who loves God. So you might have got episode number eight yeeted, and you may get, or I'm sorry, uh, random thoughts number eight yeeted, and you may get this one yeeted eventually. But in an indirect fashion, I got to talk about what I talked about in episode eight. And Lord willing, it'll, it'll send some people in over to the RSS feed to check out Random Thoughts number eight. So, thank you for listening. I'd like to see as many people get to heaven. I truly would. And I pray for everybody. I do. Personal responsibility starts with you. And when I say that, I'm not just talking on an actions level. I'm talking in the matter of your salvation. So you have to, you, you, you have, to have the will to do God's grace or to accept the graces that he gives you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time and patience. A genuine and hearty God bless you. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You people have been chosen to reveal our existence to the world. You will witness what happens here today and you will tell of it later.